You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Thursday, April 30th. This is Arya O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. A Knesset subcommittee on intelligence has approved extending for five more days the government decision to allow the Shin Bet, internal security services, to track people infected with coronavirus. The government had sought a week-long extension, but committee chairman Gabi Ashkenazi said he was very concerned about the widespread use of emergency regulations. Ashkenazi said that the five days were enough to pass legislation that would comply with the High Court of Justice ruling that required legislation be, uh, that would allow tracking to be regulated. The number of fatalities from coronavirus rose to 219 after four more people died overnight. The number of newly confirmed cases in Israel is steadily dwindling, with just 88 more cases since yesterday. The number of people who have contracted coronavirus in Israel numbers 15,870. 117 of them are in serious condition, with 89 on ventilators. The number of people in Israel who have recovered from COVID-19 has exceeded the number of active cases. Approximately 8,400 people have recovered, compared to some 7,470 active cases at present. From this morning, in line with the government decision, the 500-meter limit for outdoor sporting activity has been lifted, but the return to school next week is still uncertain. The education system is preparing for a reopening of the classes on Sunday, but the government is only set to decide on the matter on Friday, tomorrow. Director General of the Education Ministry, Shmuel Abuyav, said that the education system would only open gradually. He told Khan that he doubted a solution for transporting pupils to schools would be found. Energy Minister Yuval Steinitz, who is also a member of the Security Cabinet, said today that it was too soon to open the education system and kindergartens to pupils. The High Court of Justice has issued a temporary injunction on extending the tenure of the acting state attorney, Dan Eldad. It has also banned the government from appointing anyone else until the matter is permanently resolved. The court was hearing a petition from 10 attorneys. The tenure of Eldad ends today, but Justice Minister Amir Ohana has been pushing to extend it for three months, even though Attorney General Abichai Mandelblit opposes this, reportedly because he believes that they are trying to oust him from his position. Meanwhile, about 150 right-wing activists have staged a protest in front of the Supreme Court today, decrying judicial dictatorship. This ahead of Sunday's dramatic session where an enlarged panel of 11 justices are to decide whether the Likud party leader, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, can form a government while under criminal indictment. An opposing group of about 100 left-wing so-called black flag protesters also demonstrated, calling to protect the court from right-wing incitement. Israel has praised Germany's decision to ban all activities of Hezbollah as a significant step in the global fight against terrorism. The German government today labeled Hezbollah a Shiite terrorist organization and announced raids on mosques and other associations linked to the group across Germany, including the Al-Irshad Mosque in Berlin. Hezbollah denies Israel's right to exist, threatens with violence and terror, and massively upgrades its missile arsenal, Germany's foreign minister Heiko Maas tweeted. Germany's security forces estimate that there are approximately 1,000 Hezbollah members in the country where they recruit sympathizers and raise funds, including through criminal activities. Foreign Minister Rachel Katz hailed the move as a very important decision. I call on other European countries as well as the European Union to do the same, he said in a statement.
Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden promises to keep the U.S. embassy in Jerusalem if elected American president. Speaking at a political rally, he also called President Donald Trump's decision to move the diplomatic base from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem short-sighted and frivolous. In the West Bank, the body of a suspected Arab Qatar rustler was found near the settlement of Itamar in Samaria after an unsuccessful attempt to steal some 50 cows. The body, a Palestinian in his 30s from Jericho, was taken to Police Forensics Institute in Abu Kabir for investigation. According to initial police inquiry, the dead man and two others carried out the theft of the herd on Friday night. After a chase, the three abandoned the cattle and fled. The body had no gunshot wounds or signs of violence, and he presumably died while falling. Police said that they have the identity of the other two suspected cattle thieves. In Stirot, the fire broke out in an apartment, injuring three people, including one woman who was listed in serious condition, and two children aged 8 and 13 who were in moderate condition. Um, again, David, a dome crew evacuated them to the Ashkelon's Barzilai Hospital for treatment. Good news at the petrol pumps. The price of gasoline will drop about 2% tonight as the price of oil plummets. Taking a look at the weather, and it will be a little warmer tomorrow and through the weekend. On Saturday, light showers are forecasted in the south. Maximum temperatures in the main regions, Jerusalem and Haifa 20, Tel Aviv 22, Tzvat 21, Beersheba 26, and Anilat going up to 31 degrees centigrade. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. Thank you.